I guess that whatever age we are, we can probably still remember a happy occasion from our childhood when something different, something special happened to us along with our parents. It was maybe a visit to a theatre or a first football match. Maybe it was the end of the war and celebrations regarding that. Or going on a special holiday. On the 2nd of June, 1979, I had my first flight in an aeroplane. It wasn't jetting off in a big airliner going on a summer's holiday. It was a little ten-seater that did a a pleasure flight down the the Ayrshire coast uh, on the west of Scotland. I'd been um, with my parents at Prestwick Air Show. Uh, and as we'd wandered along the long line of aircraft on display, on static display, we came to this small plane that was doing flights, and my mum noticed the sign saying that there was this opportunity, and she pointed it out to my dad, saying... Perhaps Keith would like a flight. And he thought it was a great idea for me to go on the plane. And he immediately took all the things that uh, he and I had been carrying. Our picnic, our coats, our brochures that we'd picked up. The things that we'd bought. And loaded my mum up with them. And took me off to get on the plane. Paying the fee. We had an adventure. We took off and we bobbed about in the little plane. We could see all the way up to the flight deck and uh, could look out the window and spot the sunny, sandy beaches at the seaside below us. And we came back and landed. And there was my mum who'd had to wait there for 20 minutes while we'd been off enjoying ourselves. I think she'd wanted to be on board too, actually. That's not how it works out. But this mad, spontaneous act that probably cost a fortune... And we didn't have much money at the time. We didn't have a car. You know, my dad borrowed his dad's car so that we could go to the air display. It was a special adventure. And I remember it well. I wonder if you can now imagine the joy of Isaac being told that he was going on an adventure. That he, with his dad, 
were going to go to a special place where they would worship God together. Not their mum. She would not be there. She would stay home. The servants would only go part way. There wouldn't be the daily chores of milking the goat or tending the sheep. No, it'd be just this special trip. Him and his dad. What an adventure. It'd be a camping trip like none other. And what about Abraham as he prepared to go on this trip? What thoughts for him? Again, a journey like none other. A trip to worship God where his son would travel with him, but yet one where he would be tested to the limit. He seems to be called to do something that we today know is wrong, but fitted the culture of the time. He was called to take his son and sacrifice him. Whereas today we know that such a death is wrong. That to physically abuse, to emotionally abuse, to sexually abuse a child is wrong. And perhaps Abraham knew that in the back of his mind too. But in the culture of the time, those that worshipped false gods around about them would have thought nothing of it. And so they journey to a place of sacrifice. God the provider has given a son. But now calls for him to be given back. The Lord has made all things. All things in creation are his. He gives and takes away. But there's something wrong. At this point. Isn't there? The authorised version doesn't use the word test. But says that God tempts Abraham to go on this journey. There's a temptation there. He says, do this for me. And there's nothing wrong in the journey, but I do believe that the word test is a better translation. This is not temptation to do evil but a test of whether Abraham will trust God and will learn to know what is right with God. God had many years earlier promised that there would be a son. But Abraham and Sarah had not trusted fully. 
And so Abraham had slept with Hagar and had a son that way. Yet the passage refers three times to Isaac being the son, your only son. It's as if Ishmael, Abram's son, born to Sarah's servant, is no longer important. Yet when they were cast out, God made provision for them. God loves them as much as he loves Abraham, as much as he loves us today. But that son had not been part. Ishmael had not been part of the plan. And Isaac is. And it's through Isaac that there are to be many children. As many children as stars in the sky or grains of sand on the beach. But for that to happen, Isaac has to have a child. Just as Abraham had to have a child for that promise to come true. And the promise is there for the future, yet God calls the father to take his son seemingly as a sacrifice to the mountain. And the challenge is whether Abram believes that he will still have the generations to come after him if he goes through with this sacrifice. There are times that we try to move things along. We try to speed things up. We try to imagine what the plan is rather than listening for the plan or allowing it to come to fruition. When God makes a promise, he keeps it. And we must trust that it is right. God answers prayer. And he doesn't always answer it when we want or the way that we imagine that he will answer it. He sometimes says, I've got a better plan for you than what you are praying for. That can be hard to hear. But prayers are answered. And we have to believe that and accept that. And Jesus told his followers that they were to pray believing the prayer was already answered. That's a level of faithfulness, isn't it? But there are times that we pray 
and we long for God to provide an answer, for him to bring healing, for him to show us a new direction. And we don't see at the time as we expect that answer coming. But God does answer. It would seem that Abraham believes his own unspoken prayers as if they have already happened. He trusts that Isaac will return from the mountain. He tells the servant to wait. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Then as Isaac himself questions about the sacrifice, Abraham says, God himself will provide. That's saying that God's going to do something. It's not that God has already provided in the way that God has already provided the son, Isaac. It's not saying that God has already provided the sheep. It's a will provide. And assuming that Abram's not simply in saying these things, trying to cover his tracks, there is a real sense of hope. A sense that they are coming back. Abraham believes God will provide that father and son will walk home together. I believe that he knows something about what God's really like. And that he can trust in him. Because the promise that's already been made about sons for Isaac will come true. And that promise can be trusted. So therefore, Isaac will come back. The writer of the Hebrew, uh, writer of the book of Hebrews, as uh, traditionally understood to be Paul, he suggests that Abraham may have expected Isaac to die but then be resurrected. He writes, Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead. And so in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. But of course, Isaac doesn't need to die. Because God will provide. On Mount Moriah, the site where Solomon will later build the temple, an altar is constructed and the fire is prepared. And the storytelling pace slows down and it becomes a step-by-step thing. 
And we hear these things that we can barely imagine somebody doing to their son. That Abram bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood and reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. These are things that are unacceptable and not what God would call us to do, we now know. They are things that we read later in the Bible are not part of worship. They are things that other religions might have done. But we see demonstrated here a sacrifice about to take place before the angel of the Lord calls out and says, do not lay a hand upon him. And that is what God does. Our heavenly father is loving and kind, slow to anger, swift to bless. That's the model of fatherhood that we need to remember this Father's Day. That God is loving and doesn't expect that sacrifice to take place. The son is saved. And a ram is revealed in a thicket. Whether it had been there all along, whether it appears by way of miracle, we do not know. We simply see that having trusted, God has provided a sacrifice to actually take place. Worship will happen there on the mountain, but not something that is evil. Although we accept that that human sacrifice is wrong, is our commitment to God that we put him first? Do we put him above what others may think of us? Do we put him above all our earthly possessions? Above friends and even our family? God has given so much. He provides all that we need. He even gives his one and only son that something can change in our lives. Could there be another way Jesus prayed in the garden but no lamb or ram however pure and spotless could replace him. Instead he is the one who willingly of his own accord takes our place. Who wears a crown made from a thorny thicket. And his sacrifice pays the price for our sins. 
God provides a means for our redemption. Abraham names the site Jehovah Jireh, God provides. But that word that translates as provides has another meaning too. It comes from the verb to see. The Lord sees. The Lord sees what has happened. The Lord sees our need. He sees what has taken place. And all the pain that we might be in. The Lord sees those circumstances. And he has compassion. And the word for provided can also be taken as will be seen. Or will come clear. Which puts a far more spiritual outcome to our seeking in a time of need. Than perhaps the direct physical result. On the mountain. God will provide. On the mountain. All will come clear. And so in worship. Maybe sometimes we need to seek the clarity. Of what God is saying to us. Of how he is challenging us. Or how we are being challenged in the world. And God will see it and change it and give us strength. The answer to our prayers for God to help involves him revealing that sometimes that we should be doing something. And sometimes that he is already present in that situation. Bringing hope. The Lord provides. The Lord has provided. And the Lord will make all things clear in time. 